Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello and welcome to the Trampled Bet podcast for the weekend of Saturday, February 4th, 2023. My name is Andy Vaughn, and with me, as always, is Gordo. All right, I'd rather really not be here this week, but I mean, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna come along for the for the right. Good to see you. Good to have you back. My voice is a little shaky this week. I've been away this weekend um, in Amsterdam, and as a result, my voice decided to stay in the Netherlands, and I only brought back a small amount of it. So bear with bear with me, guys. Um, I, th- I think we're all good, but I maybe don't sound quite as fresh as I as I usually do. Um, the last few shows we've had our guest from across the pond, Mr. Joey Slenzak, on the call. And this week, Joey has come to end of term. And we're welcoming back Mr. Dave Greenfield. How are we, Dave? Yeah, not bad, guys. Thank you. You too. Yeah, really yeah. good to see you, mate. Good. Um, we're, we're, we're doing fine. Um, I am... Um, Quite looking forward to not having to uh, search through flash score for Turkish games this week. So <laughs> good, good traditional three PM UK kickoff times, and also uh, obviously when Joey sends me his picks through, I also need to work out the time difference for the start of all the games. It's an added layer of complexity, and he uses decimal odds. There's just yeah. there's loads of things going on there. Just a difference in culture that makes it slightly harder. But with you, three PM Saturday, boom. I, I mean the other the other thing about Joey's picks as well, which was I think Gary posted it in our group. Her editor Gary posted it in our group. He's like, just to let you know, Joey, every Turkish team you pick, I make an audible sigh and I have to go and find them. <laughs> like this, he's like, I need to find a hashtag for this. I need to find out if the city's called the same as the team. He's like, it's just, but it was good. He did. He, he signed off. He did very. He did yeah. very well. He always does. Um, Trample bet favorite co-host. Uh, uh, Mr. Joey Slenzak, he knows his stuff, especially in the the weirder leagues and when it comes to goals. So um, he signed off with a, with a good week, which we will recap just now. Um, before then, getting Dave fully involved in the middle section, I'm sure he's got a few horse races up his sleeve, and then um, the the picks for the week ahead. Uh, so yeah, let's do it. Let's recap last week. Um, I started us off. With my banker bet in Belgium, and when I say started, I maybe mean end because chronologically this happened. You know, I think it was the second last game we had Sunday, eight PM, Belgian Jubilar Pro League. We've just been backing Genk, and they've just been doing fantastically. And this was a great spot to back them against someone in the relegation places in Serang. And Genk went ahead and won the game four 0 So really, really comfortable banker win at odds tonight. I should preface all my picks last week by saying I went zero for four and it was a fucking terrible week for not only my multiple sportsbook balances, but even at games I was at, I went and watched 
I went and watched a uh, Partick versus Hamilton that seen the only goal of the game be a Hamilton one nil win come from the one chance that they had despite Partick battering oh. them. So it was not was not a great weekend. Well, if you're Jim Goodwin, it's the worst just, weekend. But um, I'll just. I'll just ask Gary just now if he's got like some sort of I don't know Krispy Kreme or Dunkin' Donuts jingle that he can yeah do. they can do for my for my, my offer yes yep, for your, your your donut of a week it was a, a donut and it started it off um, Clyde versus Dunfermline top versus bottom best versus worst team in the Scottish League one uh, got a no, got a goal notification four minutes into this one one nil Clyde incredible I, I was certain. As I pulled out of my pocket, that this would be a Adam Fairland goal. They managed to get a goal back in the 38th minute and they spent the rest of the game battering them to no avail. Um, Clyde made a whole bunch of stubs. They started to get petulant. Um, so there was a ridiculous amount of fouls in the game as well. Adam Fairland just didn't have it. Perhaps from their midweek, they had to play against Dundee in the Challenge Cup in the midweek uh, there and also played against Partick a couple of days before. So perhaps a bit of tiredness, but losing to Clyde is a terrible thing to do so or not get the all three points um, and that's what it'll feel like for them there anyway I would still back them in a heartbeat uh, in this spot anytime it comes up um, alas it will not come up for all we will yet but no I went no, no banker for me which led us on to Joey so Joey um, yep another solid week for Joey got his banker in got his banker in very easily as well Strasbourg versus Toulouse both teams to score equals yes. The game was won each after twenty five minutes. As far as I, as far as we were concerned, job done. Um, Toulouse did go on and win the game two one, but in terms of Joey's banker, straight in there, twenty five minutes done and dusted. Absolutely beautiful, and they, that was at the big odds of four to six. It wasn't even shite so, bagged them Fairman odds here two to five. This no. was uh, this was big boy big boy type. This was this was proper stuff. So a great result for Joey and two of the three bankers in the bag. That moves us on to the value bets. And I said it on last week's show that um, I didn't know quite how to organise my picks because this was a this was a big priced value uh, on Union Berlin away from home in the Berlin Derby against Hertha, and you'd get a Union win at odds of eleven to eight, which is pretty ambitious, really. Um, and I was a wee bit worried that maybe. Selecting such an ambitious shout would come back to bite me. Shouldn't have been worried at all. They won the game 2-0. You got an early bet, 365 payout. Union are just flying. Value in at a nice price of 11-8. to Well, let's go to the second one. Uh, this was my value pick this weekend. This is Ibar versus Leganis. Nothing happened in this game. I did not have it as a game where nothing should have happened. I had an Ibar winning this. They did have more of the ball. They had 15 goal attempts, six shots in goal, three shots off goal versus they'd 61% of the ball as well. So they were the better team here. Nil nil. Just couldn't get the ball over the line. Uh, didn't even get a chopped off goal or anything to get as excited. I received no notifications. So that was a, a nil point on the value area. Um, and Ibar had been really good at home as well. Um, you know, they they were decent. So I'd, again, I, I, if it the, the opportunity came up, I would do it again, which isn't much consolidation for the my uh, 365 balance or anyone else who'd back that. But yeah, I would do it again. <laughs> so I, I, I think you maybe jinxed it because I think it was last week you you spoke about the game you get no notifications as them being your favourite games. Obviously, in the context of when you've backed them as a draw as opposed to a side winning. 
But um, yeah, unfortunately, you're not far away there, though. Do you know what I mean? You're the, the odds yeah, go away from returning I mean, a winner, so don't look, be too harsh on yourself. If, if, if I'm back in games that I want to not be draws, that end up draws, I'm more heartbroken because a draw is my favourite result in football for putting money on. So when I'm landing them in spots where I shouldn't be, it's not great. But yeah, so 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 nothing in the value for me and, and Ibar, which led us on to Joey's value, which was the latest available game, Joey. I believe. It was. It was the Monday night special. So it was Derby versus West Ham. And I think he just fancied Derby to get something from this game because he took them on the double chance. So a Derby win or a draw would pay out. Two out of three. Nah, it went the other way. It went the one out of three. West Ham won the game 2-0. So no value for Joey. Which took us on to the Outsiders. Now, this is a slot we've been very, very good at this season. Um, and I think it was the case of we came very close this week. We didn't quite manage a return. It was the, the only bet I didn't get in was my outsider, which was in the Belgian Jupiler Pro League for Kortrijk versus Ustenda. And I took Kortrijk win and both teams to score because of the nice odds available at 13 to 5. Got the both teams to score bet, didn't get the win as the game ended in a two all draw. So plenty of goals, just not the end result we were looking for. So close, no cigar. Speaking of uh, not getting any cigars, this was Celta Vigo versus uh, Athletic Bilbao for me. I had taken this game as a draw, uh, did not get it as a draw. Um, I was correctly predicting the fact that there's basically no goals in this game. Um, it was a 1-0 win to Celta Vigo in here. They did get a goal chopped off in the first minute, which was kind of adding a bit of insult, considering this was one of the later games for me, when I was like, great, <laughs> good start, <laughs> when you're looking for a draw to get a goal in a singular minute. However... Yeah, Celta Vigo, they had a little bit better of the game. It took them about 71 minutes to actually score the goal here. Um, you know, the, shots on goal, three versus zero. So it's not exactly a game that was many goals were predicted in. But yeah, didn't didn't get the draw there. If you'd asked me who I thought would have won that outside of a draw, I wouldn't have picked Vigo, I'd have picked Bilbao. So I, again, wouldn't have got anywhere close to it had I went on a hunch for a team. But um, yeah, See, so... You, you say that, but you were close again. You're one goal out again from the draw. It's not. It's not like you lost and a team gets scudded eight one, as has happened to uh, someone on this show before. But, but you know, you were you were really close. And another day that ends the draw. Quite yeah, unlucky. I, I mean, think. I feel like quite a lot of the time I get good luck. So uh, you know, it's nice to have. At least if I'm having bad luck, I'll just do it on one week. Got all of them wrong. So yeah, no, well. Joy. Talking about bad luck, here's Joey with Antalya Spor versus Umranya Spor uh, in the Super League in, in Turkey. He had this game as a draw and, well, it looked really good for a very long time until a 94th minute Antalya Spor winner where they won the game 3-2. Now that's it's just constant for him at the moment in this outsider area, isn't it? Just gets getting like the maximum amount of heartbreak. <laughs> yeah, that's just that's just really sore. Um, and and very very unlucky. So not much we could really do or say about that apart from great pick, unlucky result. The final bit of business from last week's show is the charity bet. It was my turn to put on the charity bet last week, um, and I was hoping for an early winner. I picked a Friday night game, which you know can go one of two ways: a brilliant start. Um, or you can ruin everything before the weekend really has even began. Um, and that looked like it might happen um, when my pick of Standard Liège at home against Eupen went a goal down. 
quite early on, but they turned it round in very nice style. They were even leading at the break. They went into halftime 2-1. They saw out the game with an extra goal in the, in the second half and won 3-1. So my charity pick sailed home. Talking about sailing home, Mr. Joey Slanzak, his pick sailed home too with Besiktas versus Alanyaspor. He boosted the odds in this um, by predicting Besiktas not only to win the game, but also to be leading at half-time. So Besiktas, Besiktas in the half-time, full-time market. Besiktas went in at half-time, 1-0, ran out 3-0 winners. So two charity picks done, dusted at good odds because Besiktas half-time, full-time was 11-8. to Mine was 4-6. to Straight on to Gordo for hopefully the first charity return of 2023. Yeah, and I delivered. Um on my promise to get 0-4, uh, this was uh, Werder Bremen versus Wolfsburg. Actually took Wolfsburg at 8-5 to in the middle of the week. They drifted into evens by the time the game kicked off, so they became quite hot favourites there. Um, yeah, they went 1-0 down to a Nico Fulkrug penalty in the first half, and then 2-0 down to a second Nico Fulkrug uh, shot on target there that, that ended up... They were 2-0, so Werder Bremen were 2-0 up after receiving a pumping the last two games that they played in. Uh, they had to play against hot Wolfsburg there. Wolfsburg did pull a goal back in the 90th minute. Um, but yeah, what was even more insulting about this pick was that I was at a football match at the same time and looked at it and Joe you know Flash score do like a summary of the game if it's a big game? And it said, yep. Bremen, and it felt like Joey had written it. This is what annoyed me about it, right? Because it was Wolfsburg crushed by incredible folk, which was Nico Fulcrook, right? And I was like, has he written this for me? Like, <laughs> I feel like this is something he would do. But yeah, so I'll be back in the charity this week. Absolute shanner of a week that I'm quite happy to put behind me. And I'm very comfortable with having Dave on the show to, to steady the ship for me here because I feel like he's got a man who loves a 365 payout. So, you know, he might go, might go zero or four yeah, full time. Uh, <laughs> four or four, uh, four or four, two nil got payouts. Yeah, he's a, a, a calming influence. Yeah, is Dave steady the ship? Help, help steady the show this week. Get get you back on track. But um, apart from that, it was actually quite a good week. Three or four, um, decent odds outs in there too. And we'll look to build on that. Um, interestingly, I was just thinking there about the two goal payout offer. Obviously, it's come in handy a few times. I wonder if uh, any bookie will ever look at giving us even better odds. But if your team goes two 0 down, you lose. Regardless of the end result. Yeah, the end result. Yeah, I mean that's <laughs> yeah, somewhat harsh. Yeah. <laughs> ah, but if they, if they boost those odds a little bit, you know, would anyone be interested in such shenanigans? Probably. We're about to move into our short ad break before um, getting involved in this week's picks. But long-term listeners will know we also have a Patreon channel. And rather than the ad break, it's a video podcast. You get the middle section where myself, Gordo and Dave will just shoot the breeze, talk football generally, um, other sports too, and pick out any bets we think for this weekend that didn't make the show full-time, but we actually quite like. So we're going to head to that. If you fancy getting involved in the Patreon channel, it's www.patreon.com forward slash trampled bet or just download the Patreon app and have a search for Trampled Bet. £6 a month, give something back to the show. We really appreciate it. You get that lovely middle section and also all the picks written down every week. So <clears throat> lots of good stuff in there. Right, we shall see you after this short break. Okay. 
Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome back. And now on to this week's picks for the weekend of Saturday, February 4th, 2023. As usual, same script as always, a banker pick from each of us, a value pick, an outsider pick, and then we will round it off with a pick from each of us for the charity treble. £10 of our own money on the treble. All proceeds go to a charity to be announced on next week's show, should we get a winner. So to kick us off, and because Dave is here, I'm kicking us off with a good UK 3pm traditional kickoff time on a Saturday, the way football should be. So it's the English Premier League, Saturday 3pm, as I say. Brighton versus Bournemouth. And the home win here for Brighton is 1-3. to three, And I, I just can't see past it. Brighton having a great season. They're now up to sixth place in the Premier League table. 31 points from 19 matches. Bournemouth have really struggled and they continue to struggle. They're 18th place, 17 points from 20 games. Um, Brighton come into this in good form they're off the back of two victories in a row against Liverpool 3-0 at home in the league and then 2-1 also at home in the cup Uh, they've taken 10 points from their last five league games they set third in the league's five game form table lots of good things to write about Bournemouth they've been horrendous they've not won in seven matches across all competitions and that doesn't even include that many draws that's just one one each draw against Forest in six losses. Even worse when you look about how they do away from home, uh, six losses in a row dating back to to October twenty twenty two. They're last in the league's five game form table with just that one point, that one each draw against Forest. I don't think Brighton will have a problem here, and I think odds of one to three are pretty good for a banker. Yeah, they keep turning over Liverpool. It's basically every football match I fucking watch is us losing to Brighton. So that's been nice. Um, but yeah, so I'll, I'll move us on to, to my uh, banker. <coughs> Dave guessed this before I'd even done my picks. Uh, and he was completely correct. This is Napoli away at Spezia. Uh, Napoli are running away with uh, the Italian uh, Sierra A. UV have points deducted. They're kind of flapping about. Um, it's between AC... like. It's Napoli on 53 points, Inter on 40, Lazio on 38, Atalanta 38, AC Milan 38, Roma 37. So they're just, but they all just keep losing to each other, which is great. So uh, we obviously had been talking about this prior to the uh, the show at the start of season. I fancied Arsenal and Napoli to do well in their respective leagues and did back it. I am paid out on Napoli. They're 10 points clear. So it's, you know, they're 13 points clear actually. So I was paid out even before the last game. Anyway, Napoli are top of the league. Spezia, not very good. Dr- uh, around the kind of bottom echelons of the uh, Sierra A, they're in 17th place, 18 points taken. The two times that Napoli and Spezia have played with Spezia at home in the, in the Sierra A, Napoli have won by a, a three goals. So they won 3-0 and 4-1 those two times. Um, the only 
uh, the only blip Napoli had recently was playing a half team against um, Cremonese, who are actually the worst team in the Sierra, uh, where they lost 3-2 in extra time onto penalties. Um, that was a cup game in there. Spezia's home form isn't fantastic. You look at them, they're the 15th best team in the league of 20 at home. Napoli away are the best team in the league. They've played 10 games, they've taken 25 points. Not much more to say about this pick, really, other than they're four to eleven or two to five, depending on which bookmaker you are on. Dave, where are you for your banker? <laughs> so for my banker, I'm in the uh, English Championship, uh, three o'clock on the Saturday. Good man. And uh, it's Middlesbrough against Blackpool, and a uh, lot like Middlesbrough here at six to eleven. So. Uh, Last time I was on this podcast, Middlesbrough were absolutely terrible. They now uh, sit third on 45 points from 29 games. Where Blackpool are in uh, 23rd. They've got 26 points from 27 games. You know, Borough, fifth in the form table, taking 12 points from the last five. They've got the fifth best home record. Blackpool have got the 19th worst away record. They've only also took three points in their last five games. Uh, Middlesbrough also, uh, Chuck Barakpom is the league's top scorer with 14 goals. Carrick's had a had a really big effect since he's come in. Uh, Walder's a good manager, but for some reason he, he, he couldn't get him going, but Carrick certainly has. He's, he's doing great. I brought in uh, Cameron Archer from Villa on loan. He, he got man of the match on his debut, full debut last week. They've also brought in um, Jacob Ramsey's brother, Aaron Ramsey, who was on loan at Norwich for the first half. And uh, Blackpool have uh, recently sat the manager and they've just brought in a nice young up-and-coming manager with some uh, new tactics. A manager you might have heard of called Mick McCarthy. Like, just give it up. Like, <laughs> He's just in Blackpool because some... he fancies the weekend and he hurts, doesn't he? Yeah. Looking for some big Mick energy is what they're yeah. uh, <laughs> saying. But, I mean, come on. It's, that, no disrespect to him. And if you're listening to the podcast, sorry, Mick. But uh, <laughs> that type of football's gone now, hasn't it? You, it it's the way they the way to play football. Yeah. You know, it's just not going anywhere, is it? But... No, I think Middlesbrough really have too much here for Blackpool. So, yeah, six to eleven. Great pick, great pick, Dave. I'm like liking hearing the, the involvement of Mick McCarthy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's also I'm sure he's fantastic. Not listening, but, you know. Yeah. <laughs> oh, hey, some, someone might pass it on to him, Dave. That's your card marked. <laughs> yeah, your your career is a, a Blackpool. Uh, where would you play like midfielder? Is that it's on the line, mate? You can't you can't be slating the boss. <laughs> Great stuff. So all decent, all decent odd shouts there. One to three, four to eleven, eight to fifteen, or six to eleven, depending where you go. So if you were to combine the bankers as a as a treble, Brighton, Napoli, and Middlesbrough. 1.78 to 1 in bet365. So getting close to that 2 to 1 for the banker treble, which is wonderful. On to the value picks, where we try and find something more around even money that we think uh, we really like the look of this weekend. I've been having great success in the Belgian Jupiler Pro League of late, so I'm going to stay there. Uh, this game's Saturday at quarter past five UK time for Sarang versus Leuven. And the away win for Leuven is four to five. So Sarang come into this after a 
four nil hammering off of Genk at the weekend. Um, Genk, Genk were my my banker, uh, and and Saran got absolutely destroyed. Um, they're surprisingly still dead last in the table with fifteen points from twenty three games. Living there in tenth place um, of the eighteen team league, so mid table team, thirty one points from twenty three games played. Now it's interesting to look at the home away here. So living the away team here. I've actually performed better in the road than they have at home this season. And that's considering how many games, 20, you know, 20 odd games have been played. That's pretty rare. Over half their points have come as the away team. Sarang, the exact opposite. They are terrible at home. So as I mentioned, they've, they have 15 points. Only two of them have come when they've been the home team. So this looks really good for a Leuven win. Um, the last time the clubs met, Leuven won 5-0 as well so I, I so so that's pretty decent I expect another Leuven win this time around and you'll get them just now at just under even money at four to five nice one yeah um are they playing at the Excelsior have they been asked to move out of their stadium for a little <laughs> bit of a Sims Clyde out? um yeah so my value pick um is a Saturday game so um my Saturday game is Lorient versus Angers, and I really like a home win for Lorient at six to seven. Uh, I mean, have a look around bookmakers wise because you can get it at even money. Just the bookmaker I'll be taking on is at six to seven. So why do we like it? Well, Lorient are pretty damn good at the moment. Uh, they're sitting in sixth place in this league, just behind the European slots. They just beat the team above them, uh, Rennes or Wrong, depending on uh, how many of my French colleagues from our work are, are listening. Um, so. The, uh, they just beat wrong at the weekend. They were 2-0 up at halftime. Uh, they like scoring early goals at the moment. They are playing against the worst team in the league. Uh, this is Angers, destined for future podcast references in the Ligue 2 and perhaps the Ligue Nationale should they kill it, uh, continue this run of form. Why are Angers so bad, you ask? Well, they have played 20 games. They are in 20th place and they have taken eight points. They're the worst team in the league by five points. Um, they just lost to other relegation candidates, Brest, 4-0 at home. Um, they're in a terrible run at the moment, and I can't see it improving with an up-and-coming Lorient team. Lorient have been decent for the last few years. Harem um, Moffy is the guy who's making... He moved over from Cortric when he was about 17. He's now had three seasons. So he's, I think he's 22. He's had three seasons in the French top league, and he scored 15, 20 goals a season at the moment. He, he, he's good. Um, and he started off his account again this uh, this season for them. Um, I think he's got a 10 so far uh, and we're, we're not even really, we're not into the bones of when he will be scoring goals against teams that are actually relegated. Um, so yeah, I really think Lorient have got a, 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 will win this game comfortably. Uh, you can get them around even money to do so. 6 to 7, 10 to 11, 9 to 10, 7 to 8, depending on bookmakers uh, that you choose. But yeah, I mean, Angers away form is awful and their home form's not much better. Yes, yeah. Andy. Lorient are away midweek. Um, so so Wednesday evening they're away at Reims. Yes, seven to two. Yes, is that that's is that big? That's it's obviously it's obviously a big price, but is it a good big price? No, because Will Still okay. is currently the manager of Reims. Uh, he's a Belgian English guy who he's been covered in the media all this week. Um, he basically they get fined every time uh, they play. They get fined twenty two grand because he doesn't have his pro license. Uh, he is they just drew with PSG one uh, one each they haven't have lost a game in 10 for Reims uh, and they're brilliant you know, they're a really really good team 
Um, they've got uh, Taryn back. Uh, sorry, not Taryn. That's Taryn Moffy from here. They've got Florian Bagelon, uh, the English boy. Dave, is that is that? I know he is English. Uh, I believe so. Let me just let me just com- quickly confirm that because I was looking at that earlier on today. Right, let's go into the league and and let's go to the uh, top scorers. Yeah, so it is um, Florian Bagelon. Yeah, so he's currently um, loaned out from Arsenal uh, to Reims. Um, he's 21 he's played 19 games for Reims this season and he scored 11 goals he, he's on fire in that league at the moment there um, but yeah so I wouldn't be touching the midweek to be honest I think 72 is probably quite a short price for a team that they'll be looking at Angers at the weekend if they get anything out of that game they're fine they'll be happy with picking up three points at the weekend yeah got you got you so yeah so, so that's my pick Dave where are we what you got yeah so we're in uh, League Two again, Saturday, 3 pm. And it's uh, Gillingham against Crawley. And uh, like Gillingham here at 11 to 10. So Gillingham sit 23rd. They got 21 points from 26. Uh, they've only scored 14 goals, conceded 31. And Crawley are in 20th. They took 25 points from 25. They've scored 29, but conceded 41. Uh, uh, Gillingham are 11th in the form table Crawley 22nd so Gillingham have uh, won two in a draw the last three games uh, they were 3-1 up against Swindon on uh, Saturday so you would have got paid out but they drew the grand, they drew the game 3 all in the end um, yeah, Crawley beat Salford last week but they've only taken one point from the last four games before that uh, looking at the head to head uh, historical uh, Gillingham haven't lost to Crawley the last eight games they've had five wins and three draws now, if you'd seen at the start of the season Gillingham were all over the shop they were terrible you would have put your ace on them to get relegated but they've recently been taken over by um, an American guy called uh, Brad Gallinson apparently he's a, he's a big property tycoon in America and uh, they brought in Neil Harris as manager. He, he was managing Millwall, played for Millwall, uh, striker. And they've had quite a lot of signings so far. So they brought in uh, Ollie Hawkins from Mansfield and Tom Nichols from Crawley, both strikers. Because they need the goal scorers. They're, they're both good goal scorers at League Two level. Uh, they've got George Lapsy from Mansfield. The most exciting one they've got is uh, the managed to get Tim Diengin from Exeter. He's a French lad. He's 30, but midfield, a really big, strong, powerful guy. He's got the really good sign at that level. And then they've just got Conor Marston from QPR on loan as well. So he's certainly... Uh, Making big moves. Yeah. It, it, it's shown that that's like in the last three, four games that they've played since he's took over that, you know, they're, they're sorting themselves out and getting themselves away from trouble. So I would expect them to uh, beat Crawley here. So. Yeah, no, makes sense. It's just always slightly worrying when you start my value pick. They're 23rd in the table. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but there's reason for that and probably why you're getting such a good price on them as yeah. well. <clears throat> good stuff. So all picks around the even money mark. So Leuven, Lorient, and Gillingham, combining them, 5.66 to 1, if you fancied the value treble from this week's show. On to the outsiders then, gents. Um, st- statistically, we've been, and historically, very good at this. Uh, I-, I like my outsider this week, although it's not 
massive in terms of odds. It is an outsider. Uh, so it's Ghent versus Genk in the Belgian Jupiler Pro League on Sunday at half past five. Genk feature regularly on this podcast. They won 4-0 as my banker last week. This must be the first time they're being featured in the outsider slot, especially just in the regular 1x2 market. Not even doing anything fancy here. I'm just looking at just a Genk win. 13-8 to they are. And the bookies have priced up Ghent at home at 7-5. to So 13-8 to underdogs, albeit slight underdogs. More than happy to take a punt on them at that price. Absolutely flying this year. They're top of the league by six points and a game in hand. So potentially nine points. They've amassed 58 points from just 22 games. Really good record. Ghent. So you'll see me try to pronounce my T's and my K's very carefully here. Uh, (laughs) Ghent, the home team, the one we aren't backing, are back in fifth spot with 38 points from 23 matches. Um, The form table favours Genk with 12 points from the last five games compared to Ghent's seven. Genk, they're just winning games continually and it doesn't matter if they're home or away. Their away game record this season is tremendous. 24 points from 10 away matches so that's 24 points out of possible 30 on the road and that's up against Ghent's 21 points from 11 home games head to head wise the team's pretty equally matched in recent years they've been trading victories back and forth but Genk are just a different proposition this season and them being underdogs is a great spot so Ghent versus Genk the away from home team Genk the ones with a K 13 to 8 they're my outsiders Absolute fucking nightmare that game. Just for anyone, anyone that are we doing this just for paid, like for just the Patreon content? It's like who's Andy? But I'm not sure to be honest. I was interested in one of the teams, um, the away team, the one with a K. Fair enough. Genk. Well, no such confusion in my uh, in my picks this weekend. So I'm in the Sierra B, which is now an early payout league. Thank you very much, Bet365. Uh, the amount of times that, well, to be fair, I don't really, you don't often lose a 2-0 win in Italy. It's just more like getting a 1-0 win in Hodden. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I'll be taking, and we're going to the Arena Garibaldi, which is another brilliantly named stadium for Pisa versus recently promoted, but taking the league by storm, Sud Tirol. So Why? Well, I fancy Sud Tirol for an away win at sixteen to five here. Um, you know, pretty pretty big odds for a uh, for a for a team to be doing so here, and also sporadic odds around. You can get them at like twenty nine to ten at various different places, and like twenty one to ten at other bookies. So they, they clearly aren't that interested in, in pricing up this fixture. But three six five, I've got them at sixteen to five just now. So anyway, let's talk about why. So. Pisa started the season fantastically. They were a, 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 an oft-featured uh, team for us, but they're now down in eighth, uh, and this is in a team, a, a league of 20 teams. Sud Tirol, on the other hand, weren't a team that had even been on the radar because they were just promoted. They were looking like relegation fodder, but they're now up in fourth, uh, just five points behind the automatic promotion places and four, three, three or four, sorry, four points behind Regina. Now, they just beat Regina last week. They beat them 2-1 here. They're beating good teams around them in the table. And Pisa are in a bit of a kind of slump at the moment. So Pisa's home record's always good. You know, there's nothing to take away from that here, which is why they're priced at uh, 10 to 11. They did draw against Genoa. They did draw against Como. And they did lose to Citadella in there. Before that, they were they were very, very good. Um, Sud Tirol, however, 
their last five matches. They've only lost one. They've won one four and lost one in that. Beaten Regina, Venezia, Brescia, and uh, Citadella in here. Now, you'll notice from the teams that they're beaten, these are teams that have just came out of Sierra A. Like, this is teams like Venezia were there last season. Brescia are only two years out there. They beat they beat Pisa earlier on this season in the reverse fixture 2-1. And I think 16-5 is too big a price for a team in a bit of a slump uh, uh, for Pisa here. So I'm happy to take them at that price. Um, you do now get early payout in this league, um, but I would expect to probably sweat this one. Um, they're, they're more likely to win it 2-1 or 1-0, to be honest, than, than, than getting a 2-0 payout. But I like Sudtirol in this spot. Dave, I'm assuming you're taking us far, wide, somewhere exotic. What fixture are you bringing us in the, ex- in the uh, outsider? It's a very exotic place. It's uh, Wolverhampton. <laughs> Fantastic. It's, uh, yeah, it's a Premier League, Saturday, three o'clock again, and it's uh, Wolves against Liverpool. Uh, I'm going to take Wolves here at 16 to 5. Uh, we'll prefix this with uh, two more good mates, Steve and John, are both Wolves fans, and they're absolutely going to hate me for picking Wolves. <laughs> <laughs> The curse. Uh, but, uh, uh, Wolves, Wolves are sitting 17th there. We've, uh, they've taken 17 points from 20. Uh, Liverpool are ninth, taking 29 points from 19. But, you know, we know what kind of run Liverpool have been on lately. Uh, they both took seven points from the last five. So they both got the same form. Wolves have lost to City and United, which, you know, it, you'd expect them to lose to City and United. But they, they beat West Ham, they beat Everton, and they've drew with Villa since Lopetelli's come in. Um, you know, Liverpool have got that draw with Chelsea. Then they've they lost to Brighton twice, as Andy said earlier. Lost to Brentford. Just in a, in a really, we're not, really... We're not good. Dinner. Yeah. They're just not playing well either. But, you know, you look at Wolves, like I said, they, they've settled under Lopetelli. He's a good manager, you know. He's, he, yeah, yeah. They brought in uh, Joe Gomez from Yao Gomez, however you want to. Uh, probably a bit, a bit of a flair on his name, but uh, from Flamingo, is looks an exciting talent. Uh, brought in uh, Sarabia from PSG forward because they need, they need a goal scorer. Uh, but you know they brought in Dawson from West Ham to shore him up at the back a bit, and uh, Dan Bentley from Bristol as a backup keeper. They've also Got Fabio Silva. It's uh, come back on loan. Whether he's going to be in the fold or pushed out again, I'm not too sure. But with a lack of strikers, he, he might might be staying. I think. And then you look at Liverpool. Over, uh, you know, the the Brian Gakpo, which good player, but is it something that Liverpool needed? I think. You know, maybe they needed centre half with Van Dijk. Out. They, they certainly need some central midfielders. I mean, we are we are younger than our starting. This podcast is, has younger guys on it than our starting midfield trio <laughs> at the moment, which isn't indicative of a team that you'd say will enjoy pressing. Yeah, just, uh, I, I don't know. What, what, Klopp's got this thing, hasn't he, apparently, where it's, uh, is, it, is it, I can't remember, is it in seventh or eighth year or something at the club or something like that, where it just apparently all just goes to pot. I can't, I, I can't tell you. Yeah, he downs, he downs, he downs. It's not, it's like this whole thing. He's only managed three clubs before. And yeah. when it got to year seven at Dortmund and year seven, it's like, there's a whole thing about like, they reckon that people are using performance enhancing drugs in football when it comes to this stuff. And like, 
people's body get fatigued after that amount of time. It's things like caffeine, doping, and all this. Like, there's a whole bunch of conspiracy theories behind it as well. But you know, at the moment, we have fucking down tools. Like, we're playing. You know, he's he's trying to bring through youth prospects, which has never really been Klopp's thing. Like, he's yeah. brought in guys from abroad, and he's always got young guys like. Um, I was going to say Kashinia, but that's the ex-Rangers manager. He's got guys like Ben Doak coming in, Bajetic, um, Harvey Elliott, and he's trying to start a lot more younger guys. And we just don't have the talent around those players to let them learn how to play Premier League football. It it doesn't work when you're playing against teams that like, the Premier League's never been more competitive than it is just now. Like look at Brighton and Brentford and different teams like that who you would say are oh, relegation fodder years back, and now they're just like we make it. We make and Wolves are no exception to this. Look at the Wolves in 17th place in the Premier League have just signed Paulo Sarabia. PSG, yeah. it's mental. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, Liverpool are five to six, and it, you you won't you're not touching Liverpool at five to six. Oh yeah, so I just think you know the, the way it's going. You can see Wolves putting you know, ten men behind the ball, soaking a bit of pressure. And they've got players to play on the attack. I mean, they've still got like Jimenez, Troy Oro. Uh, they've still got like, good players that Lopetegui can get into games. And yeah, I'd, I'd, you know, I'm willing to take a chance on Wolves here at 16 to 5. I think that's a good, I think it's a good price. And also because uh, the only other thing I'll add to that is I've listened to an interview with Andy Robertson and Trent Alexander Arnold, and they were asked who their least favourite player to mark was, and it was Traore. Yeah. And it's like, it's not because he's incredible at football. It's just like a train running by you. Like, if you're slightly off balance, he just knocks you out of the way. Like, and he's just so, like, he goes against Liverpool's defence is like all about attack. And he's just always up the other end, <laughs> like in the corner already. Um, but yeah, so I think you're on to a winner there, Dave. Big, big price as well, Dave, 16 to 5. Same as Gordon's price of 16 to 5. So that boosts the odds from my smaller outsider this week. So the outsider uh, treble would be Genk, Sudtirol and Wolves. Uh, combined odds of 45.3 to 1. So nice, big, heavy price there. Um, and as usual, I'll be taking those teams as a Trixie. So four, four different bets, all the doubles in the treble. So that two out of three returns you some cash. Okay, gentlemen, on to the charity pick. Still looking for we've had a dry January. Um, nice one. As as well, I was gonna say as some of our listeners may have had. Probably not. Probably not, but as as some people I know have attempted to do, uh reverse that and get some money for a charity in February. So a pick from each of us. And my pick, I'm staying in Belgium because it's been very good to me. Saturday, quarter past five again in the Jupiler Pro League for Yupin versus Westerlo. I've successfully backed against Yupin a couple of times and I've successfully backed against them in the charity slot last week. I'm gonna do it again this week. They've slipped down to 15th in the league, just one spot above those relegation places, and their form is rotten, uh, taking only four points from the last five matches. Westerlo, they're seventh in the table, 34 points from 23 games. They're also seventh in the form table with seven points from their last five games, and they've also scored seven goals. They just really like the number seven. Um, and I fancy them to win away at Yupin this weekend. And you'll get better than evens for that. And I think that's a really good price as they could easily be favourites. But you'll get them at odds of five to four. So Westerlo to kick off the charity bet. 
Okie dokie. Well, I am in England for my charity, the only the only time I'm visiting the Great British Shores this weekend. And a pick where I would absolutely love the opposite result to come in for other bets that I have on. However, I cannot see for the life of me anything but a Man City win away at Tottenham here. Now, I watched, I've now watched Spurs more than, than I, I, I mean, I, they seem to be on the telly constantly, whatever I'm doing, like um, in their FA Cup and whatever. They, they, they beat Preston 3 0, that was fine in there. Man City, there's been a bit of weird stuff going on this week with Cancelo, obviously, uh, getting sold uh, out from under their nose. But can you, for the life you see, Tottenham beaten or getting anything off Man City at the moment? They were 2 0 up the last time and lost 4 2. Like the, even with a two 0 lead, they didn't. They didn't. They didn't get a win in this game. You can get Man City at seven to ten, three to four, eight to eleven, depending on which bookmakers again you go to. I mean, Man City have had a couple of bl- uh, blips in there. Um, you know, they already have beaten. They've had a couple of blips. They've already beat Tottenham. You know, Tottenham have already lost to Arsenal there. They're they're kind of out with the title chase here. If you look at Tottenham's last five games in all competitions, the wins they've had against have been against Preston, Fulham and Portsmouth and their losses have been against uh, Man City and Arsenal in there. Can't see anything but a City win away from home here. And yeah, the only thing, the only thing I'll caveat this with is Tottenham do do well in this fixture, but that is not the Tottenham team of this year. I mean, Conte looks like he's, how, how many weeks has he got left in him? At, at Spurs like it, it, you know if it wasn't for Lampard and the rest of the boys in the Premier League and Brendan Rodgers you know continually looking at the sack race here he'd be the next guy on the on the papers um, for, for getting punted so yeah I, I don't think Tottenham have got this in them do you want to add something there Dave you just look like you were yeah I just just a weird side in the Spurs like one minute you think they're going to do a right and that they're shocking, and when you think they're going to be shocking, that they pull a resort out from somewhere. But like you, like you say about Conte, he just he looks like a beaten man at the minute. And like the players that he's trying to bring in, like like Dan Juma, like he's an okay player, but the guy nearly signed for Everton, and then like ripped up his contract apparently because like when Lampard got sacked, and then goes to Spurs, and you think so Spurs and Everton are like in for the same player. Yeah. It's like he wasn't much. He was okay when he played over here before, and I think he's been doing uh, pretty well in Spain. I know, but um, I don't yeah. know. They're I, a strange I, team. I just, I just think like City had a wee blip against Tottenham, and they still managed to score four goals and win the game. Yeah, I, I can't see it being any different. Like it's not a different Tottenham team. You know, it's going out, same guys. Uh, and City have still got all the talent in the world playing for them at the moment. I mean, and as I said, I, nothing in a season-long betting uh, kind of area for me would make me happier than a Tottenham win, but it's not happening, right? <laughs> it's just not happening. So Man City to win in here. Dave, how do you round out the show for us? Uh, so I'm going to round us off back in League 2. Brilliant. And it's, uh, again, Saturday 3 o'clock. It's Carlisle against Harrogate, and uh, you can get Carlisle at three to four. Uh, Carlisle are fourth. They've got 48 points from 27, where Harrogate are uh, down in 21st. They've only took 24 points from 26 games. Carlisle are top of the form table, taking 12 points from their last five, where 
Harrogate at bottom of the form table. They've only took two points from their last five. Um, Collard's calmly going about their business, picking up results. Nobody's really talking about them. They're only a point behind uh, Northampton in, in third. Uh, for it's the top three that go up automatically in this league. So, you know, like I say, if anybody had have, uh, you know, if anybody had have said to you, where's Carlisle, what league are they in, how are they doing? I'm not sure you'd... Uh, yeah, you'd, you'd be, have that off the top of your head. I'd be relying yeah. on you, to be honest, Dave, for that one. Yeah, like I say, they're just, they're just calmly going about the business. They've also got the top scorer in uh, Kristen Dennis. He's got, he's got 16 goals this season. Um, when you're looking at Harrogate, um, Carlisle have only lost two in the last six Harrogate two draws three losses from their last five the reverse fixture was a three or draw uh, but at Harrogate but no we can certainly see uh, Carlisle just, just rolling on and picking up the points here and continuing to I do think, so I think you're right because this was one of the picks where I, like with you sent them through, and I try not to look at people's picks before it because I want them to do the explanation. But Carlisle's away, f- uh, sorry, Harriet's away form is so shit. Yeah. He's taken eight points from 12 games. And if it wasn't for the teams who are definitely going to get relegated, they would be like one of the worst. So, yeah, um, uh, I think you're, you're on a winner here with Carlisle. Excellent. Um, Carlisle, Dave and Gordon. Um... Similar again, both seven to ten picks, similar in price again. Me with the uh, the big ambitious five to four shot. So the charity tre- the charity treble is Westerlo, Man City, and Carlisle at odds of five point five to one. So hopefully sixty five quid, Gordon, you can be sending to a charity of your choosing. Um, I, I, will, I will be doing that. That's uh, I'm, I'm, I think this is our. I mean, a really good charity bet this week. I think we'll yeah, get nothing mental in there. <laughs> Sometimes you, I've got four to one shot in the charity outsider, but yeah, I, I'm I'm happy with that one. The only dodgy thing is me in Belgium because it's not a league that gets the two goal payout. But all the other picks from this week's show do get that two goal payout if you're using Bet Three Six Five. So the charity treble five point five to one. If you took all the picks from the show and combine them as a 12-fold we're looking at 5,589.57 to 1 that's the dream lads the mega short coupon short price short price yeah. on the mega coupon this week the <laughs> mega coupon is the dream um, and, and we hope to hit it one day and at that point we'll probably just wrap the show up forever and, 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 <laughs> and, and disappear but that's all, that's always the dream um, Dave it's been it's been great fun great to have you back uh, I'll just point a couple of things out before we wrap the show up and it's that we have a Facebook group um, where Dave, Joey, Jerome, um, regular listeners as well, Matt, uh, Michael, uh, the whole lot, big conversations there every week. We will be obviously, the Super Bowl is this weekend. Uh, we've talked a wee bit about it and some of the prop bets you can get during the middle section of the show, but I'm sure there'll be uh, a thread there. Uh, on the Facebook group for everyone to get involved and talk about your favourite bets. It is one of my favourite betting betting weekends of the year, purely to bet on the national anthem. So have we look out for the thread. I'll start there with all the analysis of Chris Stapleton and how long I think he's going to take singing um, the US national anthem at the beginning of the game. I'll then probably turn the TV off. It's all about that for me. Up the road. (laughs) I'll see you later on, boys. There's football. I've had my fun. (laughs) Have a big Super Bowl party and it's done.
It's done at uh, yeah. 1 a.m. once the like, nah. over. Just imagine that. Uh, we don't watch. No, no, no. That's it. It was the only uh, over, mate. I've, uh, I've got recorded highlights from the J League we could all watch. Kyo Sangha would really fancy this one as well. <laughs> no, but it is Super Bowl weekend, and I know that a lot of the Facebook group do know their stuff when it comes to American football. So I'll be following that closely. If you're not part of the Facebook group, just search Trample Bet Podcast on Facebook. Come and join. Free to join. Um, really good community. Come and be part of it. Mentioned it earlier, the Patreon channel. So it's www.patreon.com forward slash Trample Bet or just download the app and have a search for Trample Bet. £6 a month to give something back to the show. You get a wee bit of extra content in there, the middle section. But most importantly, the cheat sheet where all our picks are written down and you can just pull it up in a handy JPEG format. Um, very good for this week to find out if I've actually backed Ghent or Genk. Um, it's Genk. Genk. To join us on Facebook. And thank you to everyone listening. Dave, thank you very much for your time. My pleasure, guys. And Gordo, good to see you as always. Um, we'll see everyone back this time next week. Have a lovely weekend. Happy hunting. Bye. The Trampled Bet podcast is produced by Andy Vaughn, Gordon McLarnan, and Gary Black part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Find the next show you'll love at sport-social.co.uk. Sports Social Podcast Network. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.